from ABC News. I'm Dave Packer. On this 4th of July, the nation falling just short of President Biden's goal of 70 percent of American adults having at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. Several states like West Virginia are falling short. They're near the bottom of the country for fully vaccinated residents, particularly young people. Republican Governor Jim Justice putting it bluntly. We have a lottery, you know, that basically says if you're vaccinated, we're going to give you stuff. Well, you've got another lottery going on, and it's the death lottery. The Delta variant, a big threat to places with larger numbers of unvaccinated. But Dr. Anthony Fauci on NBC's Meet the Press says it won't likely cause a nationwide surge in cases. I don't think you're going to be seeing anything nationwide because, fortunately, we have a substantial proportion of the population vaccinated. So it's going to be regional. In Surfside, Florida, the search and rescue on pause as preparations are made to demolish what remains of the Champlain Towers South Condo as Tropical Storm Elsa's on track to hit the area. It wasn't always the plan. Miami-Dade Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava explaining why she changed her mind and is moving forward with the demolition of the remaining portion of Champlain Towers South still standing, stressing her team got a second opinion. Uh, we had not heard from this particular demolition expert This expert has the experience to move very quickly. That resource was brought to us. It was not known at the time. The focus now on bringing down the dangerous structure as soon as possible. Reporter Christian De La Rosa with ABC affiliate WPLG and Surfside. Structural instability and the threat of Tropical Storm Elsa convincing authorities it's safest to bring the building down in a controlled fashion. In America's birthplace on America's birthday. God bless you, Philadelphia. Happy Fourth of July. First Lady Jill Biden, a self-proclaimed Philly girl in the city for this Fourth of July, the annual celebration of freedom. You're listening to ABC News. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. Panera favorites are hot and ready to serve for dinner. Taste our creamy mac and cheese served in a crispy bread bowl. Or the classic bacon turkey bravo featuring our signature sauce. How about our new mouth-watering chipotle chicken and bacon flatbread pizza? These and other favorites are waiting for you. Order dinner tonight for delivery or pickup. Only at Panera. Availability and pricing may vary. In Rome, Pope Francis taken to the hospital today for surgery. The Vatican says the Pope's surgical intervention is to address symptomatic diverticular stenosis of the colon, where bulges develop in the intestine, causing abdominal pain and bloating and affecting the bowel. This is the first time the Pope has been admitted to hospital since being elected leader of the Roman Catholic Church in 2013. Recently, he suffered from nerve pain in his lower back and legs caused by sciatica. Today at noon, as he stood at his window overlooking crowds in St. Peter's Square for his son. Angeles, the Pope looked in good health. He used the occasion to announce a trip to Slovakia and Budapest in September. Megan Williams, ABC News, Rome. Record travel this holiday weekend and tomorrow. Many of those travelers are going to head home. Some airports are telling travelers to arrive at least three hours ahead of their time for their flight this weekend. 
ABC's Elwin Lopez reports there are long check-in lines across the country. The rise in demand crippling some major airlines as they face staffing issues, packed flights, and bad weather. And despite high gas prices, the bulk of the travel is on the roadways. AAA predicts road travel over this weekend will be higher than it was this time in 2019 before the pandemic began. So if you are coming back home on Monday, experts say try to get on the road before 1 p.m. The weekend kicked off with hundreds of cancellations and delays. Dallas-Fort Worth had the most canceled flights, not just in the U.S., but in the world. This is ABC News. So, how can I promote my new curbside pickup service? It's possible with Staples Connect. I need custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. Also possible, Staples Connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get $20 off signs, banners, or posters when you spend $75 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. N731 exclusions apply. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. Dave Packer, ABC News. News Talk 1400, WOND, South Jersey weather. A cold beer from Cape May Brewing Company tastes like vacation, so this summer, seek out their Crushing It Orange IPA, the Grove Citrus Shandy, Tan Limes Mexican-style lager with sea salt and lime, and the Bog Cranberry Shandy. Visit capemaybrewery.com to find a retailer near you. Mostly dry through the late afternoon. Could have an isolated shower, but I wouldn't let that ruin your plans. It is a really great day, especially in comparison to yesterday. Mix of sunshine and clouds. No complaints here. We should be clearing out tonight as well with temperatures staying warm and very humid. In the Longport Media Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Alexa Trishler. This fishing report is sponsored by Ray Scott Stock, 9211 Amherst Avenue in Margate. It's time for Shep on Fishing with South Jersey's recognized authority on the world of fishing, Michael Shepard. Hi, this is Shep on Fishing on Air, covering South Jersey from Fortescue to Long Beach Island and offshore. Here's what's going on. It is also a celebration for fishing right now. The 4th of July weekend looks as though it is leading into a stretch of fishing that has an ever-increasing lineup of species. One recent addition to the summer visitors is mahi out in the ocean. That report was provided Friday by Greg Kudnick from Fisherman's Headquarters in Ship Bottom. He also added false albacore inshore and blowfish probably in the surf. The surf of Long Beach Island also gives up summer flounder and kingfish. Robin Scott said from Ray Scott's Dock in Margate that all the locals and summer visitors are happy with the great summer flounder fishing in the back bay. There are some quality keepers among a lot of fish shorter than the 18-inch minimum. Offshore big game fish are starting to light it up too. Chris Balaban reported from Tight Lines in Summers Point that they weighed 180 and 103-pound big-eye tuna recently. Noel Feliciano said from One Stop Bait and Tackle Atlantic City that Triggerfish, Sheepset, and now Spot have joined the club around the rock piles. And oh, by the way, blue core crabs are crawling around. Let's Shep on for now. Be cool and be safe. Catch the Shep on Fishing Show Saturday mornings at 7 on WOND. Tuesdays in sports and daily online at thepressofatlanticcity.com. And listen for his reports Tuesday through Sunday here on News Talk 1400 WOND. No boat, no problem. 
That's the long-time standard at Ray Scott Stock and Market. Here's Robin Scott to describe what's going on at the Amherst Avenue Marina that provides resident and visiting fishers the complete Back Bay outdoor experience. Robin? Thank you, Mike. We've been here since 1958, same family-owned third generation. If you would like to work really hard at recreational fishing, buy your own boat. If you would like to enjoy recreational fishing at its very best, come here and rent one of ours because we have a big fleet. They range from 15 and a half foot Boston whalers up to pontoon boats, and we do guided charters of the Back Bay. Now, the Back Bay is important because people don't get seasick. You have to be over 18, and you have to have a valid car driver's license. We provide rods, reels, bait, tackle, and ice. You can find us at 9211 Amherst Avenue in Margate. Our phone number is 609-822-6819. Email rayscottstock at comcast.net. The website is rayscottstock.com and our hours 5.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. seven days a week. W-O-N-D. Chill or thrill, lazy or crazy, wild or mild. In the wild woods, you can do as much or as little as you like. There's five miles of free white sand beaches and 38 blocks of boardwalk excitement with amusement rides, water parks, shopping, arcades, and carnival games, plus great restaurants and nightlife. Everything you could ever want in a family vacation is right here in the Wildwoods. The Wildwoods are the best family value at the Jersey Shore, so start planning your perfect Wildwoods vacation today. Visit wildwoodsnj.com. That's wildwoodsnj.com. Dr. Charles McCabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the Delaware Valley. I was in such pain that I couldn't even walk. I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place where they really care for people. It's not just a number. Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryHillDiscCenter.com When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. As they take care of you, they make sure this is good for you. Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. Galval Insurance wants to save you 40% on your car insurance right now, and they will do it today. Here's managing partner Jim Muellbrunner. A lot of people pay a lot more premium than they need to, and they may not have the coverage to to justify what they're paying. There's no charge for the complimentary insurance review. You will save money and you will connect with a company that is an advocate, not a broker. Go to DVIGI.com or simply call Jim at 215-354-0122. That's 215-354-0122. I've met clients that think that I, as an independent agent, charge a fee versus going direct to Geico or going direct to Progressive we do not charge a fee. Let Dell Val Insurance save you up to 40% on your car insurance. Get your complimentary review. Call Jim Muellbrenner directly at 215-354-0122. 215-354-0122. Your savings are a phone call away. National Wreaths Across America Day is Saturday, December 18th. You can join in the mission to remember our fallen heroes, honor those who currently serve and their families, and teach younger generations about the value of freedom. A $15 donation to Wreaths Across America sponsors a fresh balsam remembrance wreath. These wreaths have become a symbol of America's respect for those who have served and no longer walk with us. Sponsor a wreath today. Visit www.wreathsacrossamerica.org. 
Live and local radio you can depend on for accurate news and stimulating talk. News Talk 1400, WOND, South Jersey's News Talk Leader. News Talk 1400 WOND takes a look back in the rearview mirror for the way it was in Atlantic City. Here's a singing lifeguard and Atlantic City native Jim Crane to tell us more. Today we're going to take a look back in the rearview mirror of Atlantic City to the year of 1891. Nowhere on earth, say world travelers, does a seashore resort boast such a large and so efficient force for the protection of its bathers as it does of the Atlantic City Beach Patrol, which I was a proud member of. Founded August 24th, 1891, public demand caused the city to Authorized the organization of the patrol for the duty of the so-called bathing hours, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., rather than during the hours around noon. For the season of 1892, 20 lifeguards fully trained for their duties were hired by the city. Ten lifeboats were made available for that first season. The most colorful was said to be Captain Charles Clark, a former cowboy who wore a velvet coat and went around the time with the ring buoy around his shoulder, which he carried with his name emblazed on it in large letters. Clark came that he saved over 700 people in the years he was on the beach and was known as the velvet-coated hero. And my grandfather, Howard McCullen, was a lifeguard back in 1919 on the Atlantic City Beach Patrol. How about that? Way back when they started the Beach Patrol, on the boardwalk in Atlantic City, I'm Jim Crane. Please have a wonderful day. It's been tough talking to my doctor about constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. I finally laid all my symptoms out there and how they keep coming back. She said I may have irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. We agreed. It's time to try something different. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Visit a doctor in person or online. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Do you check your Google search results regularly? You should. People often get their first impression of you or your business online. Negative comments on the Internet can impact your life and your livelihood. Take control of your online reputation. Get your free reputation report card at reputationdefender.com. It may reveal negative posts from an ex-employee, upset patient or client, news article, legal issue, or even exposed personal information right there in your Google search results. Uncover what's lurking on the Internet about you with reputationdefender.com's patented scan and get your free reputation report card. Or for immediate assistance with your reputation, call 800-401-6681. Our cutting-edge technology helps make your Google search results look their best. Call 800-401-6681. That's 800-401-6681. 800-401-6681. Or take the free scan at reputationdefender.com. News Talk 1400. W-O-N-D.
Live from the Jacob Media Studios, it's Serving Our Nation with Dr. Paul McCullough on News Talk 1400 WOND. Be inspired, learn and understand the power of becoming a servant leader and transform your life while serving our nation. Meet those who have served our country. Learn about prosperity and overcome sickness, poverty, and despair. Serving Our Nation begins right now. Good afternoon and welcome to Episode 20 of Serving Our Nation on News Talk 1400 WOND. I'm your host, Reverend Dr. Paul McCullough, and happy 4th of July. Listen, if today is your first time listening to this program, I just want to share with you the heart behind it. Serving Our Nation is a program that is focused on encouraging people to become servant leaders. I want to offer you hope and encouragement through the stories of servant leaders that come on each week to demonstrate to you that when you honor God, blessings will just naturally follow from that as a byproduct of that. Because serving is for everyone in all walks of life. And you've seen that demonstrated by multiple previous guests in our prior episodes. In the area of military, you heard from Lieutenant General Dave Bassett. In the area of business, Ms. Mel Padine and Noel St. Clair. In the area of faith, Chaplain Justin Cohen. In community, Mrs. Diane Rumley. And in family, Nikki and Andy Lucas. And all of these people demonstrate that when you see a need, you need to fill that need. Because we are all ministers given special gifts by God, and we're called to use those gifts to love and serve other people. And just a little bit about me that's relevant for today's show. I had an opportunity to serve in the United States Army for 20 years, two months, and two weeks. And I currently serve as the president of the Penn and Franklin chapter, the Philly chapter of AUSA, the Association of the United States Army. And that's relevant to today because the two incredible examples of servant leaders that we have for today are General Retired Carter Ham and the former Sergeant Major of the Army, Retired Dan Daly. General Ham is a retired four-star general. He was the second commander of the United States Africa Command, and he currently is the CEO and the president of AUSA. Sergeant Major of the, of the Army retired Dan Daly was the 15th Sergeant Major of the Army, and he currently serves as the Vice President at AUSA for a non-commissioned officer and soldier programs. So when we come back from the break, I'll be joined by both General Carter Ham and former Sergeant Major of the Army, Dan Daly, for a joint conversation. Stay with us. We'll be right back. W223CO Atlantic City. Live from the Jacob Media Studios, it's Serving Our Nation with Dr. Paul McCullough on News Talk 1400 WOND. Be inspired, learn and understand the power of becoming a servant leader and transform your life while serving our nation. Meet those who have served our country. Learn about prosperity and overcome sickness, poverty, and despair. Serving Our Nation begins right now. Welcome back to Serving Our Nation on News Talk 1400 WOND. I'm your host, Reverend Dr. Paul McCullough, and I'm joined here today by General Retired Carter Ham and former Sergeant Major of the Army, Retired Dan Daly. General, are you on the line today? Hey, I am, Paul. Great to hear you. Sergeant Major? Sir, 
Thank you for having us on the show, and we hear you loud and clear, and we're excited to talk to your audience today. Outstanding. Well, first of all, I want to thank both of you for taking the time out of your busy schedules to join me here on the 4th of July. I know how important of a holiday this is, but I really appreciate your time, especially two senior leaders in our Army like yourselves. Well, that's very kind of you, Paul, but I think especially, you know, on this Independence Day, it's a great time to uh, to address the topic of the, the title of your show, Serving Our Nation. What a great day to remember that. Thank you, sir. Well, gentlemen, Paul, I, 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 oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to second uh, what General Ham said. It's just a great opportunity to commemorate an important time in our history, our nation's history, but also um, serving the nation is a great uh, show to, to highlight that. Thank you so much. You guys have such a long and illustrious career. I think the most natural place to start our conversation is about your time in the Army. So I'm really curious if both of you would take a few minutes to answer. Like, what was the story behind that? When, how, and why did you decide to join our military, and in particular, our Army? Well, Paul, I'll, I'll start. Um, I was I was an accidental soldier. Um you know, I grew up uh, just outside of uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Um, my dad had been in the Navy in World War II, but then worked for General Electric the entirety of, of, of his uh, his career. And where I grew up, a very comfortable middle class, we didn't think much about the military. Uh, after high school, I went to college because that's what was expected of us uh, to, to do that. And I, and I found that I was lacking perfect. I didn't, I just... I didn't quite know where my life was was headed, so I decided that you know take a couple of years, uh, join the army, and the army was attractive to me because I, I kind of like the outdoor aspect, the physical nature of it. Sure. I said go join the army for a couple of years and kind of get your life in order and figure out what you want to do when you grow up. And that was in 1973, uh, and I retired in. 2013. So that two years stretched into a bit longer than I had anticipated. Just a little bit, sir. And I, honestly, you joined the Army before I was even born. So that is a real testament to your service, sir. Well, thank, well, thank you very much, Paul. <laughs> you feel very old. <laughs> and, Sergeant Major, how about you? Yeah, Paul, thanks for asking. And this is an important question, you know, why we choose to serve. Everybody has their special reasons. And mine's not much different than General Ham, but I grew up in an area that uh, didn't have a whole lot of opportunities, and my family was hardworking but didn't have a lot of money. The one thing that they talked about since I was a young child, and as long as I can remember, is my father's service in the Army, and both of his fathers and his grandfather's services in the Army. Um, and none of them stayed in the Army. They just they mostly serviced during wartime. My father joined because his brother was uh, called off to Vietnam, and my oldest brother joined shortly after high school. So my dad talked about the benefits and the value of service and what it taught him as a young man, and most importantly, the opportunities. And he was right. There was a lot of opportunities for me out there, not a whole lot in northeastern Pennsylvania during that time. We were in a pretty bad recession in the 70s um, when I grew up, and it didn't get any better by the time I graduated high school um, and joined the Army in 1989. Um, but I fell in love with it very quickly. I thought I was just going to be a two-year soldier, come home, use my college GI Bill. I wanted to go to Penn State, 
University or one of the other great schools up here in the new Northeast, but I fell in love and it turned into a 30-year tour for me, and uh, I would do it all over again. I, I love that. I so appreciate both of you sharing your stories, and it really reminds me of a little bit of my own story. My father and my grandfather and I all have the same name. I'm Paul V. McCullough III, and I am the third McCullough to raise his hand at the age of 17 and join our beloved Army. So my father, Paul Jr., he joined at 17 and went to Vietnam, and his father before him joined the Army at 17 and was in World War II. So I didn't have nearly as long a, a career as you gentlemen. I only did 20 years, two months, and two weeks, but I absolutely agree with you. The benefits that our Army provides are second to none, and it just made me want to stay longer and longer and longer. I told my wife it was going to be a four-year tour, and it turned into 20. Well, I can understand that. And and I think the important thing, though, Paul, is, you know, whether whether someone serves for two years or for the entirety of a career, we should be very thankful uh, for all those who, who serve. You know, as I mentioned, I enlisted in 1973. That was the start. That was the end of the draft and the start of the all-volunteer force. And so since 1973... Every soldier who served in the Army has done so voluntarily. Absolutely. Uh, officer and enlisted, uh, no matter what their specialty, again, whether they served for two years or a career, all were volunteers. That, uh, particularly on this Independence Day, that ought to give us a great cause to be thankful uh, for this nation and for all those who served. Absolutely. So, sir, it actually reminds me, I don't know if you saw the movie The Patriot, but that setting was around the idea of fighting for our independence. And he was raising an army of volunteers. And he literally said to his army, hold the line, because he needed people to fight for our independence, people that were ready, willing, and able to literally hold the line. And our army has been doing that for a very long time. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and I, I did see that movie. And, and the story of the army, uh, and particularly for your listeners to recognize that that we had an, an American army before there was the United States of America. Um, and in the story of the army is indeed the story of our country. And brave individuals, courageous individuals throughout the, the entirety of our nation's history have, have stepped forward uh, to serve, to sacrifice, sadly, uh, and help keep our nation strong. Amen. Well, gentlemen, I wonder, you've had such long and successful careers. I wonder if you would share just a little bit about the blessings that you've received from being in our Army and the military for so long, despite all the sacrifices that all three of us have had to make during the 20, 30, and 40-year careers. Well, Major, why don't you start us off? Well, thank you, sir. Sir, you know, I mentioned one. It was just the honor and privilege of coming home the very first time, learning that uniform, and seeing the eyes of my father. Yes. And he was proud. He didn't expect much from us, but he taught us something simple, that you got to work hard for what you've done and what you achieve in life, and it will reward you. Um, and he was right. Um, the Army was an opportunity to do just that. It's, you get it out of it what you put into it. And it was an opportunity where everybody had a clean slate when they showed up, and, and what you wanted to do and when you wanted to work hard is what took you to the places you wanted to go. And it, it gave me and my family opportunities that we would have never seen had we stayed in our little hometown area, even though I fought my whole life to get back there. Um, but incredible opportunities to see the world. Now, 
with that came great sacrifice. Five tours of combat, almost 10 years separated from my family. But we had a son, and the Army kept giving. And uh, they gave my son an incredible opportunity about when I did about 14 years in service, and they announced the fact that I could transfer a GI Bill, which gave the first male daily in the history of our family the opportunity to go to college after high school. So I, when I told you I had a dream of coming home and going to Penn State, I made my son live that dream, and I, he got to go to Penn State and become a mechanical engineer. But we couldn't trade the experiences, the friendship, the people that we met throughout our service. And we, to this day, have lifelong connections with people all over the world, not just soldiers, but community members, elected officials, just wonderful people who support our Army, who are in our Army, and who serve and sacrifice alongside and, and with those soldiers who fight every day. Oh. Sir, how about you? What kind of blessings well, I, have you derived? I just pile on what uh, Sergeant Major Daly uh, talked about. It is always about the, the, the people. And, and uh, what I learned, again, growing up in, uh, in very comfortable suburbia outside Cleveland, uh, the Army thrust me into a, a, an environment for the first time in my life where I was around a lot of people who weren't like me, came from different backgrounds, uh, in, in every gamut of difference that you might that you might uh, expect, and I found that invigorating. I found that strengthening, challenging at times to be sure, but it was really good. I'd offer uh, two blessings: one personal and one more general. The personal one, again, as Sergeant Major Daly spoke about our, our daughter, our firstborn. Uh, we were stationed in, in Italy uh, at, when she was born, and she had some complications uh, at birth that required uh, immediate surgery. Um, that the Army took care of her. From the moment she was born uh, in, in Italy, treated her actually within a few hours of her being born, she was uh, medevaced as the only patient on a jet airplane, uh, a military airplane to fly her to Germany for her immediate medical care. She's alive today because of, of, of Army medicine. Wow. Um, and you know, and that's that's just that's powerful. Don't feel blessed that way. And at the other end of the spectrum, my last assignment was as the commander of the United States Africa Command, and I had the opportunity to to move all about the African continent. And as Sergeant Major of the Army Daily said, you know, when you serve overseas, if you're in a combat zone or elsewhere, you see that that people around the world um, do not share the blessings that we have as Americans. And that was especially poignant to me in, in Africa, where uh, we take for granted there will always be clean water. Yes. We take for granted there will always be electrical power. We take for granted, almost always, that most Americans don't have to worry terribly about where their next meal is going to come from, where their medical care is going to come from. We forget that most of the rest of the world does not enjoy those blessings. And so for me, it was a stark reminder to be very thankful for all that we have been blessed to have as Americans. Thank you, gentlemen. Well, we, we have about three minutes left in this segment. So I wonder if you gentlemen would share with the listeners. I mean, this show is called Serving Our Nation. What does servant leadership mean to you? And is there a maybe a most memorable moment where you were able to model that within your career? Well, I, I would, again, go back to the people. That's what Major Daly talked about. And I think, um, unlike many other militaries around the world, where 
serve in, in positions of high rank uh, and senior officials uh, are are served by others. In the U.S. Army, it's the reverse. The more senior you are, whether you're a sergeant major or a general, what really counts is are you serving those uh, who are junior to you? Are you helping them? Are you helping them develop professionally and and personally? Yes. For me, the, the most memorable aspects of that were, are the, the tremendous sense of reward and fulfillment when when young soldiers, officer or enlisted, that you had served with, and they and they grow and they develop and they they prove to be great leaders in their own right. Um, that's that's almost the same pride you have in watching your kids grow up and and develop. But for me, that was really rewarding to watch those uh, young people develop into great leaders. Cool, sir. I love that. Sorry, Major. Sorry, Major. Do we lose Uh-oh. you? Sir, I'm going to echo some of the many comments that General Hamm mentioned, um, and that's because there's so much passion down at the people of the Army. You know, like General Hamm, I, I rose to the very senior ranks, and I had the honor and privilege of being the Sergeant Major of the Army. Um, the senior was the leader of 1.2 million soldiers. But the most special time, my definition of service to the nation, is when I was just a young squad leader. Uh, the squad is the is the smallest formation that operates independently on the battlefield. It's, it's just a young staff sergeant, many times in their early 20s, with approximately seven to nine soldiers. And when you build a special bond, when you work and train and sleep and eat and enjoy the ups and downs and the hardships and the fun with those young men, and you watch them grow and develop and mature, and then you deploy to combat with them, it's incredible. It gives you faith. Gives you faith that there are great American youth in this nation. Gives you faith that the men and women of our country um, come to us from mothers and fathers who are willing to allow their children to sacrifice. And you see them operate. And you see them change from a young man or a woman into a very competent, capable soldier. There's no more better feeling. And there's no more feeling of service to the nation than watch that happen firsthand. Gentlemen, I love your answers. Mm -hmm. And it's time for a quick commercial, but when we come back from the break, we'll continue the conversation with General Retired Carter Ham and former Sergeant Major of the Army, Dan Daly. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Of a hundred circling camps, they have builded him an altar in the evening dews and death. W223CO Atlantic City. Live from the Jacob Media Studios, it's Serving Our Nation with Dr. Paul McCullough on News Talk 1400 WOND. Be inspired, learn and understand the power of becoming a servant leader Welcome and transform your life while serving our nation. Talk, Meet those who have served our country. Learn about I'm prosperity host, and Dr. overcome sickness, poverty, and, and despair. Today by serving Our Nation begins and right now. former Sergeant now. Major of the Army, Dan Daly. Gentlemen, in our last segment... We were talking about why you joined the Army and what servant leadership means to you. But now, since retiring from the Army, you've transitioned to a new stage in life, and both of you are serving in AUSA. I've talked to the listeners a few episodes in the past about what AUSA is, but I wonder if you would share 
what your specific roles are in the organization and why you wanted to join AUSA. Well, thanks, Paul, for that. So the, the Association of the United States Army exists really for one purpose, and that is to support soldiers and their families. Uh, by extension, we, we serve the and support the, the great businesses, large and small, that support the Army. But our focus is always on soldiers, regular Army, meaning active duty, National Guard, uh, Army Reserve, and, of course, those great Army civilians. So that's really what we do at, at AUSA. I have the privilege and have had the privilege over the past five-plus years of serving as the President and, and Chief Executive Officer. That's a fancy title uh, that, that says um, that, that that I get to do what I want to do and, and cause others to do things that I don't want to do inside the <laughs> corporation. It's good to be it's good to be the boss. We are a not for profit. We are based in Arlington, Virginia, uh, which is nice because we're close to the headquarters of the Army at the Pentagon, and we're we're obviously very close to them as as well. It's been a great ride. It's been a a, a different way to serve to serve the Army, uh, but an important way. And I very much have enjoyed the ability. Uh, with the Association of the United States Army to continue to serve and to continue to build on those relationships that I had while I was in uniform. Sorry, Major? Paul, thanks. Uh, you know, it's hard to top what the boss says about the association because he knows it fast. And frankly, he's been there longer than me. Um, the only thing I would add to that is, just so our listeners out there understand, is um, the association was built by the Army for the Army. Actually, when it first began over 70 years ago, it was created by the Army because um, it needed a professional organization because every professional uh, in America has a professional institutional organization that represents it. And like General Ham said, um, every single person that works for the Association of the United States Army and the hundreds of volunteers that we have across our 122 chapters uh, that literally serve around the world um, serving the interests of our soldiers and their families is proud member, and it's such a great organization to be part of because we all come together collectively to do exactly what General Ham said, take care of our soldiers, our Army, and their families. Oh. So, gentlemen, I, I know both of you know that I have an opportunity to serve as the president of the Philly chapter, the Penn and Franklin chapter of AUSA, and I've had an opportunity to do that for about the last nine months, and we had the honor of having both of you out to our event just a few weeks ago for Flag Day at Independence Hall. I wonder if you would share with the listeners some of the other big events that AUSA writ large does and how maybe some of the listeners might be able to get involved in exciting events that AUSA is doing. Well, Paul, the, the, the easiest and best way uh, for listeners to get involved is to, is to become a member and join the over 250,000 others who are members of our association. You can find out more and find out how to how to join uh, at www.ausa.org. So it's a pretty simple, uh, pretty simple website to, to to go to. Our biggest event is the Association of the United States Army's annual meeting held each year in October in Washington D.C. We didn't obviously do it in 2020 because of the pandemic. We had a virtual meeting rather than in person. But we typically get well over 30,000 people to attend. Uh, it's a great opportunity for uh, everyone to hear from the senior Army leadership, the secretary, the chief of staff of the Army, the sergeant major of the Army, many other leaders to get insights and a view ahead to what's coming in the Army, what's current, what changes can be expected. 
There's, there are a number of professional development uh, forms talking about things ranging from Army modernization to the role of the Army in the Pacific, uh, the intelligence issues that the, that the Army is facing. And this year, we expect a lot of focus on people programs, as that is the Chief of Staff Army's highest priority. So we hope that many of your listeners will, will find an opportunity to come to Washington, D.C., 11 through 13 in October of this year and join us at the AUSA annual meeting. Oh, uh, Sergeant Major, anything to add to that? Yeah, Paul, um, you know, along with our annual meeting, we do many events. And as General Ham said, the best place to find out our next event is sometimes is every week because um, we do virtual events. We have a podcast series. But I want to highlight something that you mentioned, and that was you were a chapter president. Along with all the things that AUSA National does, then you can find out what they do at AUSA.org. The beauty of our association is there's 122 chapters serving local communities all throughout the country and overseas. They also do events. And if you're wondering how to become a member, like General Ham says, membership is important. The good thing is you don't have to be a soldier or even a former one, just one that wants to promote the interests of the association and help take care of. Um, our soldiers and, and educate and inform and connect them with the American people, our elected leaders, and the great community surrounding them. So the 122 chapters out there, find out more at AUSA.org, how you can get involved and participate in some of the great events that are ongoing all throughout the year throughout all of our chapters. Well, if it's okay, since we're talking about chapters, uh, I'd also like to give just a brief plug. So after we finished and conducted the AAR after action review for our last event for Stars and Stripes on Independence Day, excuse me, on Flag Day, uh, we started the planning for a golf event that our chapter is going to host on the 19th of August, and you can find out more about it and sign up at AUSA Invitational, and this is specifically for AUSA members and people that would like to become AUSA members in the local Philadelphia uh, area that would be interested in participating in our chapter. So we're doing that for the fall, and then for Christmas time, we're looking to do a Christmas drive, if you will, to support families that are maybe less fortunate and maybe wouldn't be able to have a holiday celebration on their own. That's something we did last year. It was very well received, and we want to continue in that great tradition this year. Well, Paul, that's, that's great news, and I'm really proud of you and the chapter for taking those on. It's a reminder to your listeners that, that while we, we take our mission very seriously to support soldiers and their families, um, we also like to have a lot of fun. So if you're a golfer or, or any other uh, activities, you can find an AUSA chapter that's, uh, that's aligned with your interests. So having a little bit of fun while fulfilling an important mission is absolutely okay by us. Hello, sir. I appreciate your support. And, again, I really appreciate both of you being out at the event a couple weeks ago on Flag Day. But, gentlemen, it's, it's not very often I get to have very senior people on the program like yourselves, and I want to take advantage of having both of you here with your knowledge and your experience. I, I wonder if you would share what advice that you might give to someone that's considering the Army as their next step. Maybe they're that young 17 or 18-year-old getting ready to graduate from high school, or maybe they're a little bit later in life and they're not sure what they want to do when they grow up, as you put it, sir. What advice would you offer to somebody that's maybe at a crossroads? Well, Sergeant Major, you're significantly closer to 17, 18-year-olds than I am. Why don't you start us off? Well, thank you, sir. Um, 
You know, I would tell first and foremost, and I say this to everybody that's thinking about serving our nation in uniform, is that you are going to give great sacrifice to this nation in doing so. But you shouldn't be deterred by that. It's an incredible feeling to wear the uniform of all of our branches of service. Now I'm going to be a little parochial. I would tell all of our listeners out there, check the Army out first. Uh, that's probably your um, service of choice because we are the biggest and the best, and they have the most job opportunities available to um, our young men and women out there. Oh, uh. I would say it's an incredible experience. Whether you serve for three years or 30 or even almost 40 like General Han, I promise you, I promise you there's something there for you. You leave better than you came, and you never, ever, ever regret the opportunity you took to wear that uniform. Ooh, uh. Well, Paul, I, I, I think back to the, um, the Army birthday and Flag Day celebration at, at Independence Hall where we had a great chance to, to meet with you. And you'll remember that at that ceremony, there were two World War II veterans, then, uh, you know, uh, up in, in their 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, almost, I think one was uh, the next day turning 101, if I recall correctly. Yes, uh, the greatest generation, so to speak. What was really interesting to me was that the Army experience that they had in World War II um, led to a, an, an instantaneous connection. The, the bonds of soldiers transcend time. And so, you know, so here's, you know, old soldiers who served in World War II. Here's me, you know, certainly not as old or experienced as, as them, but, but, but certainly, certainly up there. Uh, and then there were young soldiers who enlisted that very day, took the oath of office for the first time. And the interesting thing is that common bond of being a soldier. We all took the same oath. We all committed ourselves to serve the nation. We committed ourselves to a team and con- committed ourselves to a mission that's larger than oneself. Those bonds last forever. Whether you, again, whether you serve for two years or for the entirety of a career. Once you're a soldier, you're a soldier for life, and that's powerful. Gentlemen, I, I love your responses. I could not agree with you more. The Army has taken me to 35 different countries over the course of my career. I got my bachelor's, master's, and most of my doctorate paid for on behalf of the United States Army. And I also wrote my doctoral study on the recruiting practices between the Army and Marine Corps. And as part of that study... I have pages and pages and pages of all the benefits of joining our army. So I could not agree more with what you're saying. Well, we we have about two minutes left in uh, this program, gentlemen. So I, last thing I want to ask you, you know, today is Independence Day. It's the 4th of July. And I would just like to know, what does this holiday mean to you? Why is the 4th of July special to you as an individual and as an army senior leader? It's a, it's a day for us to remember who we are. And, and I think particularly in the current circumstance, there's lots of reasons, you know, that it, to, to be divided and to think separately, you know, whether no, no matter what those causes for division may, may be, whether geographic or, or political or wh- whatever the case may be. Independence Day, the 4th of July, that to me is the day to be thankful and to celebrate those things that bind us together, not those things that divide us apart. Yes. That, that 
American independence, that sense of liberty, that sense of being in a community, that sense of doing something for someone else because they're a fellow American. That's a, that's a, this is a great day to remember those things that bind us together it, uh, rather than separate us apart. Sorry, Major? Sir, it's always hard to follow the boss, but uh, I would tell you that reflect on the fact that in 1775, a group of men and women decided to do just that, what General Ham said, come together collectively and fight for what they believed in and a cause. And that has given us the greatest nation this world has ever known and the honor and privilege of being an American and having the things that General talked about, the access to good food and good water and the freedom of speech. And, and I think we, this year especially, we should reflect on that. We, should, we can come together collectively and live harmony and peace. And I would ask that do that because so many brave young women, men and women throughout our history, have sacrificed, and many of which gave their lives to fight for our independence, but also throughout history of our nation. And lastly, I would ask you, if there's one thing you can do on 4th of July that doesn't cost you a dime, but can make the day special for you and somebody else's, thank a soldier for their service. Oh, well, actually, every service is. Gentlemen, I cannot thank you enough for your time, for your words of wisdom, for your leadership, and for being on the program today. It has been a tremendous honor and privilege to speak with you today. Well, thanks for the opportunity, Paul. And to all of your listeners, happy 4th of July. Celebrate this great nation. Paul, thank you. We'd love to come back anytime, and happy 4th of July, and God bless America. Hello, gentlemen. Thank you so much. When we come back from the break, we'll reflect on the lessons of servant leadership that we've heard from today's guests. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you're interested in connecting with Dr. Paul McCullough or interested in being featured on the show, contact Jacob Media Partners via LinkedIn. Now, back to Serving Our Nation. Welcome back to Serving Our Nation on News Talk 1400 WOND. I'm your host, Reverend Dr. Paul McCullough, and as we close out today's very special episode, let's talk about what we've heard from these extraordinary guests, a four-star general and the former sergeant major of the Army, the highest enlisted rank in the entire Army. You heard from both gentlemen that... Regardless of how long you serve in the military, whether it's for a single tour or a 20-year career like I did, a 30-year career like Sergeant Major Daly, or a 40-year career like General Ham, undoubtedly, there is sacrifice that goes along with that. There's deployments, there's long nights away from your family, there's temporary duty, there's a tremendous amount of sacrifice. Moving, the list goes on. But you also heard both men say, that the experience is both unforgettable and unregrettable. Unforgettable and unregrettable. You heard them talk about the pride that you feel from your friends and family when you're actually serving your nation and doing something for your country. You 
heard about the blessings that they receive from the medical care for their family, from the education they received, from the travel they were able to do throughout the world, and how they were able to watch young leaders grow up. They were able to help shape and mentor those young leaders and then serve themselves. Hertz our Major Daily talk about his most memorable moment was when he was a young squad leader actually out there in the dirt serving side-by-side other troops and leading young men and women. And you heard about you can also serve in your community. Both of them now serve in AUSA, the Association of the United States Army. And you heard them talk about how you can get involved with AUSA by just going to AUSA.org and signing up to become a member. And if you want to test it out, you can come to the golf tournament that my chapter is hosting on the 19th of August, AUSA.invitational. And most importantly, you can serve in your community, especially today on the 4th of July, Independence Day, by thanking veterans and service members and, quite frankly, military families for their service. Because as hard as it is to be that service member and to be that veteran, the family members had a great deal of sacrifice as well. The spouses and the children. Believe me when I tell you, there is sacrifice involved for a military family. So thank a veteran. Thank a service member. Thank a military family for their service. There is no greater privilege than serving in our army and supporting the soldiers and families of our army, even if it's just thanking people for their service. And every week I like to talk to you about when you put good into the universe, good comes back to you. And so last week uh, for Father's Day, I had an opportunity over that weekend to go to a retreat with my friend. And the good was it was something that he invited me to, and I wanted to go to be able to spend time with him, and it was important to him. So I went, uh, even though I wasn't exactly sure how it was going to go, and it might not be exactly my cup of tea per se and so forth, but I wanted to go because it was important to my friend. And it was an opportunity to spend time and maybe listen to what other people had to say about matters of faith. And so the good that came back to me, there was a series of talks, and it was around the topic of deepening your faith. And the speakers there were really incredible, and especially the second speaker who talked about making a personal decision for Jesus Christ. And that speaker's name was Mr. Dan Tarrant. And so the good that came back to me is by going to this retreat with my friend, by sacrificing some time out of my Father's Day weekend to go to that retreat, I now have the privilege of having Mr. Dan Tarrant as a guest on the program next week. Dan is the founder of Reengaged Ministries. He's the creator of Personally Catholic book and video series, and he's also a husband and a father of three adopted children. I am so excited to talk to Dan next week and unpack with him what servant leadership means from his perspective as a Catholic man living it out in ministry. I want to remind you to sign up for my Spotify and Apple Podcast mailing list, and you can do that through my website at reverenddrpaul.com. That's R-E-V, 
drpaul.com. You just check out the show tab and look for previous episodes of this program. As you go about your week, no matter where you're at, always ask, how can I help? Thanks for listening and join us again next week. thrill lazy or crazy wild or mild in the wild woods you could do as much or as little as you like there's five miles of free white sand beaches and 38 blocks of boardwalk excitement with amusement rides water parks shopping arcades and carnival games plus great restaurants and nightlife everything you could ever want in a family vacation is right here in the wild woods the wild woods are the best family value at the jersey shore so start planning your perfect Wildwoods vacation today visit wildwoodsnj.com that's wildwoodsnj.com dr charles mccabe is on a mission to eliminate back pain while helping each individual achieve optimum wellness right here in the delaware valley i was in such pain that i couldn't even walk I would go to sleep and I would literally pull my hair from the pain. Since the day we came in here, I felt like I was in a place where they really care for people. It's not just a number. Do you have a bulging disc or herniated disc causing you back pain? Have you been told you need surgery? It doesn't have to be that way. Many of Dr. McCabe's patients with these same disc problems have found relief with his treatment. Do this. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com and find out your options. Stop suffering from back pain now. CherryHillDiscCenter.com When I came here, we started, my pain level was 10, of course. As weeks went by, my pain level dropped. As of today, my pain level is zero. As they take care of you, they make sure this is good for you. Stop suffering from back pain due to disc problems. Go to CherryHillDiscCenter.com. CherryHillDiscCenter.com. DelVal Insurance wants to save you 40% on your car insurance right now, and they will do it today. Here's managing partner Jim Mulebrunner. A lot of people pay a lot more premium than they need to, and they may not have the coverage to 
to justify what they're paying. There's no charge for the complimentary insurance review. You will save money and you will connect with a company that is an advocate, not a broker. Go to DVIGI.com or simply call Jim at 215-354-0122. That's 215-354-0122. I've met clients that think that I, as an independent agent, charge a fee versus going direct to Geico or going direct to Progressive. We do not charge a fee. Let DelVal Insurance save you up to 40% on your car insurance. Get your complimentary review. Call Jim Muehlbrenner directly at 215-354-0122. 215-354-0122. Your savings are a phone call away. WOND, live from the Ocean First Bank studio. From personal and business banking to residential and commercial lending, your business matters to Ocean First Bank, the bank that puts you first. Visit OceanFirst.com.